everyone to this week's episode of Start Somewhere, hosted by me, Sarah Vaughan. And this week, I'm joined by the amazing Helen Cox, who's the global environmental reporting lead for a brand that I love, Lush. Hi, Helen. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's brilliant to have you. Now, as you know, Helen, I always start by asking, how did you start somewhere? So kind of where did you grow up? What were the early influences you had in your life, you know, in your early passions? So I think to take it right back. So I grew up in um, a town called Basingstoke, which most people have heard of, but couldn't tell you what happened there. And that is because absolutely nothing happens there. Um, it's very <laughs> much a, a London sort of commuter town um and I was so I'm the oldest of four children um and I've always been oh my god the weight of responsibility (laughs) (laughs) my mum had us in fairly quick succession as well so all four of us are within 10 years so it was very much a um a go off and learn how to do things because the next one's come along already type um so it's yeah I I was very much independent and um, going off and doing my own thing from the start. I've always been really impulsive and my parents like to tell me the story of um, when I think I was 18 months old and they put me on a fairground ride and sort of just left me to go around and I came back smiling and that was that was kind of it. That was how I started off going to do my own thing. Um, but it does mean like with four kids, everyone is very different and they have all of their own interests and you know personalities and I have I've always been the sort of mathsy nerdy one like numbers were very much my thing I was always like desperate to be top of the class at maths um, I'm in total awe of you I have to say <laughs> um yeah coming across all these different people in my working life who obviously all work in different ways and have different like strengths and abilities and some people are absolutely amazing but have never looked at an excel spreadsheet and that just baffles me because i'm the complete opposite I, I love numbers but my sister she's um she's the one that got the sort of flair for writing so she ended up going off and doing like a phd in english and she's the complete opposite of me skills wise and then and then the boys are kind of like middle ground they can do both so it's um a nice split but I've always been into maths and that kind of drove me throughout school. I was always, you know, doing extra maths and science classes because we could opt to stay after school and do extra ones because that's the sort of level of nerdy that I was. Um, I, 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 I mean, I'm in double all now. I mean, that's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rambling slightly, but I guess my point is that numbers have always been the sort of strength that I've played to. And I, I knew that from quite an early age. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to go into, um, it was always going to be a career in maths or science. Um, mm-hmm. And I ended up taking politics at A-level as a bit of a, um, just a bit different for me, really. It was something I hadn't really considered before and I absolutely loved it. Um, and that was kind of where I got interested in um, the different political parties, the different climates, different political ideologies. Um, and decided to then go on and do politics and economics at university. The reason the politics is important is because I had an absolutely amazing environmental mad um, politics teacher. So I was at Queen Mary's College in Basingstoke and she was just wonderful. She was like this hardcore feminist, hardcore environmentalist. This was... oh. 10 years ago and she was the only vegan I'd met at that point and she was just absolutely brilliant she was so inspirational she was so 
I guess just like great in the way that she inspired people and she really talked with a passion about the state of the planet she um she organized like our people and planet group at college and that was a kind of first taste of the fact that you know 10 years ago people weren't really talking about climate change and the state of the environment and sustainability but she was really on it and that kind of sowed the seed in my mind going forward so I ended up doing a graduate scheme with one of the big four accounting firms Mm -hmm. and you know having you know I've come from a very sort of I guess working class background in that I was the first one to go to university but all the others have since followed Um, and then to get this sort of quite prestigious graduate scheme I didn't really think of anything of just following it and doing it and I stayed doing that for three or four years so became a chartered accountant by trade that's actually my background is finance and accountancy and then about three or four years into that kind of got rumblings of all the different things that were going on in the sort of financial reporting landscape um, and the different uh, projects that were being run internally at this company. So looking at innovation, climate change, um, company reporting. And I really thought, you know, this is something that ties up all of my interests. Like it's numbersy, it plays to the strengths that I've already got. And actually it gives me a chance to bring sustainability and climate change into the sort of sphere that I was working in. Um, so I joined that team and did that for a few years and worked on some really interesting projects as to how big companies report their effects of climate change and the effects on their business mm-hmm. in their company statements. Um, and then finally, kind of yes. <laughs> was, was looking at the way that the landscape was changing and the different bits of legislation that were coming in, but maybe not quick enough and looking at ways that we could build out and really run with that and then I saw that the what was then a group finance role at Lush became available and I have always loved Lush it was one of those companies that has been you know taking up my pocket money since I was about five years old I remember walking in through the doors of the Southampton store which um, has now relocated to a much bigger store but at the time it was absolutely tiny and you could smell it down the other end of the high street (laughs) Yes. And I went in, clutching my little bit of pocket money, and the sales assistants were just so lovely and talked me through all of the products, and um, everything was colourful and wonderful, and I was sort of hooked from a very young age. But I ended up working for them when I was 17, so before I went to university, and that just really instilled my love of the brand and absolutely everything that they do. Um, they are very much, you know, environment is at the heart of everything that we do, um, they are one of, they were pretty much the first company in the UK to have a packaging return scheme. So that's been running since 2008, which sounds absolutely mental when you think about nice. you know, just how many companies are getting involved with it now. But actually, that's mm-hmm. way ahead of the curve. Um, obviously, animal rights are such a big thing for the brand. They're entirely vegetarian. Most of the products are vegan and they've always been sort of actively campaigning against animal testing so just as a 17 year old falling into that store and getting a job there was really quite formative so I always had that in the back of my mind so when I saw that there was a role available yeah that um, was your like road to Damascus experience like I found my purpose I know what it is I I want to go back to Lush wow exactly that so I um I ended up I think I put pictures on my cover letter of all the different Lush products that I loved and I just wrote this absolutely gushing letter to the um to the finance directors explaining why I wanted to work there and why this is you know very much the ideal job for me 
Um, and, and yeah, I got it. Um, I went through the interview process and I was so happy. Got the role and was talking about all of the things that I wanted to start reporting whilst we were at Lush in the interview. Um, absolutely brilliant team there and they they let me do what I want basically they were like yeah okay this is clearly a passion of yours it's not just finance you've got all this other environmental stuff going on um here you go so that's amazing Amazing. you know and and you know I'd love to talk you know for you to tell us like how you're living your purpose now I mean I you know Lush for for me is an extraordinary brand and 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 I mean like as you mentioned I mean you know as as a lot of people who who know me now well from the podcast know that you know I'm I'm not a great fan of plastic (laughs) in products and things like that and you know, Lush has done extraordinary things in flagship stores, you know, um, you know, and across the portfolio to get rid of plastic, and and, and also never really had plastic. I mean, if if you if, if you think about it, I mean, like all the pro- most of the products you bought as bars, and they went into like paper bags and things like that, rather than than, than anything else. So, love to hear about kind of what you know you're actually doing on a day to day basis with you know with within this amazing company. So sadly, I'm not living out my dreams of being a product inventor, but I am working across. Oh, I'm sure there's room for that. Yeah. (laughs) I keep saying it. It's like, if I, you know, maybe I can bring it around. And every time there's a, there's an opening where we're talking about the inventors, I'm like, oh, maybe one day in the future. But I'm quite happy with where I am now and the sort of change that I'm affecting. But in a few years time, I've got all those product ideas. So at the moment, my role is very much connecting all of our global markets and tracking all of our um, environmental impacts. And And you're in how many markets now? I mean, because like, I mean, in the days when I could travel, (laughs) I seem to remember there was a lot pretty much everywhere I went. So yeah, how many countries are you in now? I did this in a presentation the other day and I think I'm going to misquote it, but I'm fairly certain it's 48. So we are pretty much all over the world in one form or another. Yeah. Um, and obviously our products, we've got such a wide range of products. We've kind of got a product for every area. So, you know, we've got a naked shower line for those that aren't, you know, that may be in water stressed areas and have showers rather than baths. We have mm-hmm. you know, our dry shampoos. We've got our shampoo bars. We've got, you know, our products really eco-friendly. So if you're living that van life, you can use them. It's all sorts of, um, you know, great great things that we've going on and the shampoo bars are actually I think we were the ones that invented them about 25 years ago probably I seem to remember you were actually and 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 in those days they were kind of weird but 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 but, 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 and I remember looking everyone's I I even looked at them and went what on earth is that you know that back then before I kind of really had woken up but but yes, I, I mean, just extraordinary, you know, in, in, in terms of that, that creativity and that foresightedness, just, just, yeah. just amazing. So the, um, the original founders and the inventors are very much like the pioneers of all the amazing things that we do in the business. So we, we focus on actually not just sustainability, but regenerative agriculture. So we actually source all of our supplies directly from like small farmers and some of the projects that we've got like growing projects over in the countries where we get our raw materials um our sort of tagline is leaving the world lusher than we find found it um the reason being that you know everyone talks kind of about sustainability but really the status quo that we've got at the moment we're kind of screwed if we carry on on this path so it's it's really going above and beyond and regenerating the landscapes and giving back 
Um, there's all the other amazing things they do, like the charity port and the campaigns that we run, um, all of the naked products, like we mentioned, our black pop schemes. But, you know, that was all in place when I joined. I can't take any credit for any of it. Um, I am very much doing the connecting our networks and formulating what we do and our impact and telling the wider world. Um, Lush is one of those companies that we do we don't really shout about what we do enough in my opinion I every day at Lush I find out something new and amazing that we've been doing for years and actually would be seen as you know groundbreaking in the beauty industry these days but we've been doing it for 25 years already um so it's connecting all of those stories and getting our impacts together um and very much creating a global network of all of these um numbers and the metrics that we have to report and I say have to actually there's no requirement apart from a couple of laws in the UK for us to report this but we are very much wanting to get ahead of the curve and put out there our impact and um, one of the big things I've kind of realized throughout my career as I've looked at policy and laws and things is that actually we're quite far behind as the UK so if you look at some of the the different reporting legislation that's out there at the moment you've got TCFD that has been optional for a few years but hasn't really come in yet and is on the landscape for larger companies. You've got the SECR, which is carbon reporting, and that's only come in a few years ago. And most of these um, sets of legislation only cover the UK, which is fine. But if you think about larger companies, their manufacturing usually doesn't take part in the UK. So at Lush, ours actually does. We're very much handmade in Paul where we started, but we do have sites in Germany. We've got sites in Japan, Australia, um, and our impact really is a global one and it's a positive impact that we have and we want to be able to formalise that. So that's why I'm doing it on a global scale rather than just the bare minimum of what we're required to report. And it also hopefully means that in, you know, in the future when the governments do catch up, we've got that data to hand that we can just go, here you go, we've been doing it for years already. Um, and also encourage other people to do that by maybe sharing it as well so people know what know what they're doing which I think yes. is so important yeah absolutely I always talk about our impact reports that we've got on our website so we have a website called weare.lush.com and it's got all of our impact so in loads of different formats of data so if you're numbers e you can look at the big numbers if you like graphics you can look at our graphics and it sets out exactly what we've done and how we've you know, left the world lusher than we found it. It talks about our carbon impact. It talks about all the plastic that we've had brought back to us through our Bring It Back scheme. The fact that, you know, we've saved all of our waste from landfill. It's really quite amazing. Um, and it's something that you don't really see with some other companies Like you have to dig into their investor reports or it's hidden away on their website, but we're quite sort of up and open about yeah, and I, and, I, and I love that. And it's like, you know, if you can put it, put what you're doing out there, then everyone will go, well, then you become best in class and, and, and other people will follow, which I think is so exciting. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like a challenge. We see it. We're putting the challenge down to other companies to play catch up because, like I said, we've been doing it for the past 20, 25 years already. So, um, yeah, time for change, people. Yeah, and I guess that's a good jumping off point for, for, for the British Beauty Council and, and, and your, your role in the Sustainable Beauty um, Steering Group Coalition. So I'd love, love to hear about like, why you wanted to, to, to get involved and, 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 and you know, what motivated you to do so and what you're looking to get out of it. So 
from a personal perspective, it's such a wonderful group of people that have come together. So when I was offered the opportunity, I absolutely couldn't turn it down. I mean, making these connections um, with the real change makers in the industry and the people that have the power to enact change is brilliant. And I really think that, you know, getting the influence in there and pushing them in the right direction is is really important. Um, from a from a company perspective, I mean, we we've always done what we can to help others like our our founders have spoken to quite a few of the people that are on the um, Sustainable Beauty Coalition and they've said to me, you know, oh, I've spoken, spoken to so-and-so and we were talking about this and just really using our experience to help the brands that maybe aren't at the same point in their journey because we've been through it, we've done it, we know what works, we've, we've got lots of learning that we can share and it really is, you know, we need to come together now. It's great that we've been doing it on our own for the last 25 years, but it's time for everyone else to catch up. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, it's, I mean, we've only got one planet. It's not like Lush is going to exist on a little separate planet with all the lovely things that we've done to make it better whilst everyone else is stuck with the planet that they've got. We're all, we're all in it together. So it's very much a case of helping everyone else to get on board to save, you know, the, the planet that we live on. Um, because you know if you look things are pretty dire out there and we need to regenerate as much as we can yes I, I I entirely agree I mean you know I think one company can only do so much and and, and what Lush has done is is nothing short of amazing but we need the whole industry to change and which is why I'm so excited about you know it as well because it's only at scale that we can really kind of create these changes. And actually, it's very interesting, like from having been, when I was at Unilever, you know, Unilever came up with the Unilever Sustainable Living Plan. And, you know, it was a wonderful plan, but, you know, a lot of it was about getting other companies to do educating and helping people. <laughs> like, how could they have their own? You know, but this is why I'm so excited to be part of part of this as well, because we do need to change that. Yeah, the whole industry and help people as well. You know, people don't know how to do this. I mean, you know, it's it's. I mean, that's what's so important. You know, and and you know that doesn't make them wrong or bad. It just means we need to help each other. You know, which is absolutely brilliant. And then what I wanted to ask you, Helen, was, was like, as you know, you know, I always ask, what are your top tips, you know, for those people listening who want to start somewhere? So, you know, I, I'm not going to limit you to one. So please, you know, please give us some, some top tips. I mean, even if like Lush products to buy, that would be so cool. Oh my gosh, I could uh, definitely give you a list as long as my arm. That product knowledge never leaves you once you've worked in the stores. Um, but I guess moving aside from Lush, ever so slightly I'll come back to it in a second but my big thing is that I've mentioned earlier I've always been really impulsive and, and I've done what I've wanted um, and that is very much because I think what's the worst that could happen and I think we're at a state in the world that if we do nothing nothing is going to change apart from get worse so very much if you've got an idea or you've got something that you want to do I would just do it I'd go for it um, I'm a big fan of the quote that we don't need people doing we don't need one person doing zero waste perfectly we need millions doing it imperfectly and you know it's it does mean like all of these individual actions they add up so from the cosmetics that you use to the way that you do your shopping consumer choice really does drive change um and we need to not only you know work from consumers upwards we need to work from governments downwards so if you can write to your mp like join an activist group that you're interested in um sign a petition do whatever you can like no 
action is too small and anything is better than just sitting there not doing anything and then from a lush perspective <laughs> um, use our products because they really are wonderful there's a reason i've been coming back to them for the last 20 20 years i think i've been shopping at lush and i'm only 28 so it's quite a big proportion of my life but the the shampoo bars that we've got so we've got one called angel hair which is a beautiful pink one it uses um a coconut base it's really wonderful for softening your hair We've got all of our wonderful soaps, um, especially in a time of enhanced hand washing. Um, use one of our beautiful smelling soaps instead yes. of you know something you can find at many supermarkets. Um, what else do I love? Oh, I love our henna. Oh, you, you've got me started now. I could go on about it forever, but I love our henna. I love our jasmine and henna hair mask. I love our toners. There's so many things. I'll give you a list afterwards. So yeah, like, share a list and, and, and we can share a link with, with, with the listeners um, to, so that they, could, they can find them. But Helen, I mean, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be working with you. And, and it's just such a pleasure to, to get to know you and, and, and embark on this extraordinary, extraordinary initiative. So thank you so much for thank talking to me. me. I'm excited to see what we can do. Yeah, me too. Bless you and take care. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.